And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle. Dave Creighton turning down his headphones. Marty must be deaf, right? Man, I tell you, he has those on stun. <laughs> you sat up in your chair. It's like, whoa, whoa. hi there. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you as we are each week from 5, 6 o'clock in what will probably be one of the uh, most varied subject matter shows of the rest of the year because we have football to talk with football recruiting uh, signing day tomorrow. Then after that, it's all winter sports uh, for the rest of the year. It'll be basketball and wrestling. But uh, we will uh, talk a little bit about everything uh, in this entire program. Of course, the Hawks on the road at Rutgers tonight in uh, at six o'clock in what is a we are the lead in we are the lead in show to the we we are. Remember when we we had the bowl thing? Remember we were on we were on seventeen hundred with, but it was. Oh, back when we first were on, and remember it, the guy that was in charge, he and I didn't get along. Who was the guy that was the program director? We didn't get along, and remember he wanted to preempt us a couple of times. We had this contract, and he wanted to preempt us, and he he was going to pitch to us that what the really cool thing was, was he was going to do is he was going to put us on as a pregame to the bowl game that was happening. I don't right. remember which bowl game it was. Didn't matter. And I'm like, so you're putting us on against, exa- WHO. against WHO and the and the and the Iowa actual pregame where they'll have Kirk Ferentz and the players and all that. And and he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no idiot. Anyway, th- there will be people listening to this program because we're going to talk about more than, than just Peters? basketball. Uh, he was the guy that no, but it wasn't him though. It was uh, it was Catfish. Oh, Catfish. Right, I and remember it was it was a Miles Finch moment, right? It's like for in Elf when they're like, "Okay, picture this." Is Miles Finch bring, the midget? Yeah, we bring in Miles Finch, and he he does. Now picture this: you're the lead in for the bowl game, the bowl game that's on another channel. We looked at him and went, "That that's what that's my you're my my fun squad." Yeah, that's what you came up with, and he's like, "Anyway, hey, so uh, six o'clock, Iowa okay. at Rutgers, big basket. It's a big basketball game for this young team." They're not going to the NCAA tournament, but if you want to even think about the NIT, you got to get a couple of road wins. They they are going to be without Peter Jock tonight, as they uh, were on Saturday, as they were, and as they clearly should have been against Illinois, because uh, he was clearly hurting at Illinois, and they played terrible basketball last week at Illinois, and then turned around on Saturday night and looked as good as a, as an entire team as I thought they've looked all year. Well, ball movement was amazing on Saturday night. Uh, once again, they out-rebounded uh, Ohio State, which is a, a big thing. And I think, I don't have the stats right here in front of me. I'm sure I could get them. But wasn't it something like five guys, double figures, yeah, yeah. and like 10 guys who played more than 10 or 12 minutes or something like that? And uh, the first 61 points of the game were, were freshmen scored by freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, Dom Mule finally got yeah. a basket, and that, and that got... Uh, Got a junior, an upperclassman uh, involved on, in yeah, some way on the board. Yeah, I love how Kreiner, is it Kreiner, Kreiner. I love how Kreiner is playing. The is dude, he? the dude just comes in and he's like, "Okay, you're not going to guard me out here. I'm going to make shot." And sooner or later, guys are going to have to come out, and then you're going to have a high post presence with him, guy who can shoot it. You got a low post presence with both Pemsel and Cook. Yep, um, and. If Brady Ellingson's going to shoot like that, we know Bohannon can shoot like that. Uh, that's that's pretty powerful considering the fact that you're losing the Big Ten's leading scorer. Key, key to this game is what you just said, right? It's a high low. It's a high low presence, right? And it's not three point shooting. Yeah, you're going to have to knock down some of those, but it's the high low presence. I'll bet the Creener, first seven shots, probably, threes. probably. <laughs> but it really, it really, you know, if they can get those couple of guys that you can get them on the low block without being double teamed down there quite as much, they're going to have a chance. And Creener is the key to that. You're right, stepping out or and or bear uh, stepping out or a little bear. bit, a little bit of a high post presence so that somebody has to guard them out there. I'm telling you right now. I, after watching Creener, I'm telling you right I'm telling now, you, Kenny. <laughs> after watching Creener and some of the things he's doing, there was a, a play there night. They ran the fast break. He he gets out in front of the break, but there's still an Ohio State guy in front of him. He catches the ball on the run at the free throw line, ducks around, and he has to lay it in under his underneath the hoop over the guy's shoulder. The guy fouled him. They didn't call it, but he got pushed right. He's still strong enough to lay. I no, know. I've never seen no, that happen. No way. There was a yeah, foul that yeah. wasn't called, and but you my, noted it. But my point is, catching on the run, laying it in very calmly in traffic. This was not like just a wide open. Well, that's and, what, and that's he's my, just very calm. This kid, I, 
I'm telling you, I think he he's going to be as good as anybody in this freshman class. Well, I I, I, I know if I, he, I he doesn't he, he doesn't have that. I his upside as, is not anywhere near Tyler Cooks or Moss. I, either one of those guys, they have huge upside. Um, but I think what you're going to see is a very consistent guy over the next four years who's going to be able to give you quality minutes. He's going to be able to score points. And he's going to be a matchup issue for he's a matchup issue for yeah. teams who don't want to bring their guy, their big man, out to guard him. Yeah. Um, and we thought Cook might do that because we've seen because well, Cook taken, had shot, but he's taken one shot beyond seventeen. Feet. Well, no, he's just only made a couple this year. But in like in the primetime league where he's shooting and they aren't really guarding him well, a whole lot, he's, that, he's knocking down threes left and right. Okay. So you thought, well, Cook has that ability. But Creener certainly does you have could, the ability. You could average right. six in the primetime league. Uh, I could, yeah, I could probably I can get double figures there. I don't know. think so. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hell, you wouldn't be able to get up and down the court more than three I, times. No, no, no. no. I Take played, me out. I played uh, Sunday night. I played. I, I did. I was. I did. I played pretty well, for considering. So the know, starting anyway. lineup is Wagner, Cook, Bear, Moss, and Bohannon. Wagner, Cook, yeah. Yep, it's about right. And it's not. I'm reading it. Well, it's not about right. I, no, it I mean exactly it's, right. No, I'm saying it's about right as far as what what you got to do there. The way this is rolled out, and of course uh, Trent always is on top of this. I didn't listen to his show today, but Trent's always on top of this. Fran has this awful habit when he goes to schedule that for some reason when he schedules the bad basketball teams that he wants to beat, he schedules really bad basketball teams. So they're from an RPI standpoint. They beat these teams, and it's like they lost. And they literally, the Iowa is, is Iowa's like one, twelve and ten. What are you worried about their RPI for? Because I'm looking, I'm looking at the at the at the NIT for them. Oh, I want to see Lord. them make the postseason. Iowa, there are Iowa fans out there that want to see that, and well, I think we need we have the responsibility to it, talk about that. Okay, well, let's put it this way: if Iowa finishes with right now they're four and five, if they can get to eight wins in the Big Ten, eight and ten. That would give them 16 overall, and then you probably got to win one in the tournament. That won't get you in. It'll get you into into one of them, the CBI, uh, they, the YMCA. The, the, the CBIs are kind of pay to play now, and they're more for the. the there's no major conferences are going into those the, the CIT and the CBI, even if they still exist. I'm not even sure they do. Even the CITs from Camp North Star. Yeah, I, the, the CIT isn't that what that was? Yeah, counselors yeah, in yeah, training. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, that's a meatballs see, reference for yeah, those of you who don't understand that, what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Um, but I, those are not realistically options. Um, most of the major conferences have stayed away from that. And it's the NIT where they could take 32 teams and they immediately go, first of all, any team that won their conference in the regular season and then did not win their conference tournament that didn't get in to the NCAA is in the NIT. And then they go straight RPI. If you just watch it, they just go straight RPI. They they take fifteen minutes to seed that thing. It's done. It's literally well, done in an aren't hour. They start, don't they start playing like the next afternoon at uh, one? Yeah. Well, they don't do that anymore either. They've they've kind of they've taken it away from putting in the teams they think are going to sell seats, and they've gone to seeding it so that you're essentially getting the top one hundred teams in, in college basketball in the RPI into the NCAA tournament or into the NIT, close to something like that. No, you're not. Because well, you're right. There's lower because there's those, lower, yeah. those schools that are that's in the, their theory, the lower though. tier. Right, that's their theory, though. Is is that that idea? But what you here's the thing about Rutgers, and I watched them play Wisconsin the other day, or it took not, right down to the wire. Oh, well, right? went overtime. It's overtime. Um, and Rutgers has been playing better basketball, especially at home. Um, that atmosphere there now. Saturday or Sunday? They were in they the garden. They were in the right? garden. Yeah. Um, but you know, this game is at the uh, whatever they call their their place. Yeah, the, the, Joe's Pavilion. Yeah, it's got like yeah. seven, seven seven nicknames, seven rows behind the yeah. baskets for fans. It doesn't. It's not a very Big Ten type arena. But nevertheless, they've been playing better at home. This this will be a very difficult game for Iowa to win. I think. I mean, I think they're going to have their hands full. It doesn't mean they can't come out of there with a win. And if they do win this game, what a boost mentally for for this yeah, team. They, they for a young yep. team yep. that's starting, well, <laughs> you know, four freshmen and a sophomore. Right. And and going on the road and there they need – And it's a big spot for Wagner so. I, I I think the fact that they just know they don't have Peter to to count on 
is is a bonus tonight, right? I think that that they thought against Illinois and they went it, they went it, you know, just kept counting on him to make a shot or two to get him back in the game, and they had chances as poorly as they had played they had chances to end the game and he couldn't make the shots well know? and and here's the other thing and and this often happens i think you you'll see this more not not so much in college but we saw it the other day so but in the nba it definitely happens uh where a team has its quote-unquote star out and then the rest of the team rallies around and and performs really well in the first game then the, the second game the third game fourth game i mean peter could be out and you kind of asked for this uh, yeah, we, a yeah. while back that, you know, he should sit for a month. I saw something in the paper where if he misses tonight, Nebraska. Nebraska on Sunday. And then one other game and then comes back. It's like 24 days or something where he won't have had to play. Is that enough time? I mean, I don't know. You have to think that the trainers are stretching and cracking and doing well, whatever. Well, have you ever had the back issues? Of course. Right. So, I mean, I, I've, I had have the, I've, I've had the sciatica. Yeah, I, well, I've had that. I've had the – I've had, uh, that's the one that makes you kind of stoop over all the well, time. That, like you got to yeah, – you know, but, what I, but what I've happened? had the uh, the herniated C and the herniated L and the herniated this. And let know, me tell you. But when you get back spasms, yeah, and that's what it's like. You know, yeah. Larry Bird fought yeah. that for years, and he would lay – you'd see him on the sidelines laying, laying down. down. Yeah. On his stomach, on his back, trying to figure out how to get that thing loose. But, you know, the other night at Illinois, Pete's rubbing his back trying to play defense. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you know, didn't we learn anything from the bowl game? When guys I, hurt, did, <laughs> you got to take him out. Fran, and Frank kept him in there and kept putting him back in there. They kept saying, you know, he's got to be done for the night. And, and he wasn't. But uh, I think you, you give know. him the icy hot. Well, maybe a, a, a bath. So a bathtub moment would it, be good for him. There's no way they got to they got to get him, keep him out, sit him down for a while, and see what happens. If this team can figure it out tonight, no matter how you slice it, still Rutgers isn't very good. Okay, they're playing better, but they aren't very good. They're the type of team that theoretically, after playing really hard and getting their hearts broken against Wisconsin the other day, might and might come out mentally not quite with this one, maybe a little overconfident, thinking, "Oh, we got this one in the bag. Iowa, we had him on the ropes before." and so I was going to have a chance in this game. Well, there's no question and, they're going to have a chance. This is, well, I don't think you're running into a buzzsaw like you did at Northwestern, right? I, I think you're running into a team. No. This is this is this is clearly a team you can beat. Did you happen so, to watch Northwestern play Indiana Sunday uh, night? I'm. We said it when they when they beat them. That's the best Northwestern team I've ever seen, and it's not even close. Uh, I mean, it's not even close. Uh, they have every piece that you need to have a full basketball. You team. know what's going to suck for Northwestern is that when Coach K retires, Jeff Capel isn't going to get that job. They're going to call Chris yep. Collins. Yep, it's going to Chris Collins. That, Absolutely, that would and, be my uh, yep, and, my and he will have built proposal. Chicago's Big Ten team, but he's going to go to he'll he'll end up at <laughs> and then they'll go back and get John Thompson so, the third or whatever. Twelve and ten, four and five for the Hawks. I think they need to. So you get tonight, and you have four winnable home games left. I think they can get to nine wins uh, in the Big Ten. So nine, nine, nine to be five hundred. Nine to nine in the Big Ten. You think seventeen and fourteen or something like that at that point. Then you then you go to DC of all places. Horrible job out of the Big Ten. Uh, go to DC for that tournament. That's basically a home tournament for Maryland. Nobody else. And you'll get to play somebody in there and see if you can win a couple. Did games, we play in the Garden last year? That was uh, that was NIT. No, I the Big Ten tournament was not. Isn't it going to be in New York then? Uh, that might be down the road. Yeah. I, I think it is. Yeah, it might be down the road, but I, not this year. I, I I get it. Anyway, well, in Maryland is extremely good. I watched them play uh, yeah, in Minnesota the other day, and they were behind. Yet then they came back and kept fighting, and you know I, pulled away for what a seven eight point win. Best ten minutes of basketball for Iowa this year. But probably the best overall 10 minutes of basketball for Iowa was probably from the 12-minute mark to the 2-minute mark of that Maryland game when they came from behind, way behind, uh, and and took the lead and, and darn near won that game. So either way. So Hawks night at 6 o'clock, big game. That one's on B- BTN Sunday at 1 o'clock on uh, BTN against Nebraska at Super home. Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl right. Sunday. So this is the, your lineup. You get the Iowa wrestlers against uh, Minnesota at 11 a.m. on BTN. You get the Hawkeye basketball team uh, against Nebraska at 1 o'clock, and then the then Super get, Bowl starts we, at 3. Do we then get the journey? <laughs> I get the journey, but then we get our pregame in for the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. What are you bringing? So I was thinking, I'm, I'm going to try this. I don't, I, I need, what do you think about some bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers? 
What do you think you're about not that? even. Gonna, I'm going to stay away from the beans. You're not even. I'm gonna, bringing Pringles. You're not so. even going to believe what I was thinking was something bacon wrapped. Really? I was. So we are uh, we are clearly on the same page here. So, so Kahuna. So the showed answer, me how to make those the answer last week. is yes. Okay. The bacon wrapped rat tails with the cream cheese in them. That's oh, the they're spectacular. Cheese. Yes. I'm, I'm, I got to figure out. All right, that's how to good. fire that up. Sound good? That's good. We're going right. to need more more Miller Lite than I have. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, got I hope they of that. make more. Got, uh, do you think we could find some somewhere? I don't know. I hope the hy has got a sale. <laughs> uh, let's take a break, come back. We'll dive into football recruiting. Sound good? Perfect. Tom Kager coming up at the bottom of the hour. We can talk a little bit before then and find out what he's got uh, once we hit the bottom of the hour as well. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 Mediacom and 822. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG Traffic Update. Taking a look at traffic, watch out for one trouble spot in the metro, an accident at Southwest 3rd near Watrous. Both the east and westbound lanes are blocked due to an accident. Also watch out for that water main break downtown at 10th Street between Locust and Mulberry. The rest of the metro running accident free. Have a safe ride home and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, mostly cloudy skies, a few snow showers possible, mainly in southwest Iowa, low of 28. Becoming partly sunny Wednesday afternoon, cool and dry with a high near 34. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Howdy folks, Colonel Sanders here introducing KFC's new $10 chicken share. It's a bucket for two, so when you and a friend, family member, or total stranger feel like sharing some chicken, you know where to go. KFC, it's finger licking good. Limited time offer, participating KFC's prices may vary. Tax and substitutions. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, my New Year's resolution is to get new customers in the door. Well, Staples has everything you need to promote your business. Signs, pens, mugs, you name it. Perfect. And right now, you can get 15% off custom banners and posters. 15% off? (laughs) That's one resolution off my list. Oh, how many were there? Just the one. Then, Happy New Year. This year, resolve to promote your business at Staples, and right now get 15% off custom banners and posters. Staples, make more happen. Offer ends 32417. See a Staples associate for details. Hey guys, it's that time of year again. Time to build up some equity for March Madness in the next football season. Tell that special lady in your life you'll do the laundry and you really mean it. Then grab the dirty clothes and head to Duds and Suds in Beaverdale. Drop it off, pick it up, all nice and clean and folded. She'll be amazed. Or wash while you wait. Enjoy a beer, popcorn, and the games on TV. Or shoot a game of pool. Duds and Suds, guys. Check it out. 2629 Beaver in Beaverdale. Duds and Suds. As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage, personal service, and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. The name Schottenkirk has meant community. The name when it comes to local sports has been Schottenkirk, and it remains today. Schottenkirk Chevrolet in Waukee, and now the all-new Schottenkirk Ford of Indianola. That's right, the two great U.S. automotive nameplates enjoy a partnership with the great name Schottenkirk. Schottenkirk Chevrolet Waukee, and now Schottenkirk Ford of Indianola. Doug DeArmond and his local team of sales and service professionals there to serve you at both dealerships. Congratulations. Schottenkirk Chevrolet Waukee, Schottenkirk Ford of Indianola. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leading provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and patterns. If you're looking to enhance your home's interior, Centurion Stone can update your existing fireplace with a stone finish. And Centurion Stone of Iowa does business all over the state, from Dubuque to Denison, from Davenport to Des Moines. It's Centurion Stone of Iowa, helping homeowners and businesses throughout the entire state. CenturionStoneOfIowa.com Well, it's basketball season. Manhattan Grill in West Des Moines is a great spot for all the Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Drake Bulldogs, and the UNI Panthers. They've got the ESPN College Basketball Package, home and away every game this year, plus great food, great drinks, and drink specials every week. Manhattan Grill, formerly Limey's, on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. Hoops action, great food, great drink specials. Make it Manhattan Grill. 
Grand Avenue, West Des Moines. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, the same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. Well, they say a smile's worth a thousand words. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. If you're looking for a new dentist, go with the pro. Dr. Stephen Fuller with two locations, East Side of Des Moines and also in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller is now open to take on some new patients in early 2017. Get a hold of Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Dental. Check them out on the web. Again, that great smile. Bring in the new year in 2017. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dental, fullerdental.net. Hey, it's the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. Mediacom, channel 22822. MartyMiller.com, Huddle.com. We're worldwide. Are we still on the Cub? Did that happen? Did, I believe uh, so. Storm Lake. Storm Lake? I, I, I haven't heard Marty. No relation to, to Stormies on uh, Douglas. <laughs> I don't think She's so. got a nice happy hour program they, from nice three to six. <laughs> Go in, Stormies. Uh, what is this? Oh, never mind. Hey, uh, before we talk uh, scholarship, Hawkeye scholarship football, let's, uh, let's give a shout out to some of the... One of the things that's interesting about this year is that uh, our sons are seniors, and there are a lot of kids that that we know that we've coached and or who have been friends with these kids, with our kids for years, who are going to go play football places, and it's been it's really cool. fun, hasn't yes, it, to watch very, this happen? So uh, first, last was it last week when Mowry announced, yeah, right? Our, our good friend Derek Mowry, third team All-State from Urbandale, he's going to play for Augustana in Sioux Falls. Yep. The Augustana Vikings defensive tackle. Uh, is that what? He was? Yeah, big D. Big Six D three, Gower. about two sixty five. Yeah, always a big kid. Built like loves, a brick. Love him. Built like that's one. That you're missing the rest of, of that that phrase. That's right. Uh, a great kid. One of my one of the more favorite ones I ever had. That way, coach. Yes, absolutely. Um, and great family. Uh, saw Badal Naba from Valley today. Uh, declares he's going to go to UNI. I think he's on scholarship at, at UNI. That that'll be good for him. And had him when he was. Younger on some of those all-star teams and and in our league for football. Well, share the story that you that you well, just, shared with me last he, week about Badal. But the one thing about Badal is, so um, after every practice, he would go around and thank every coach and shake their hand. Thanks, thanks, coach, and shake their hand. And I, I it's, this is we're talking about third and fourth grade kids, right? right. When most kids. They were will it barely wasn't, speak to you, right? They were they you know they would kid around with each other and stuff, but as far as a serious conversation right. of any kind, you know, and I know that was instilled by his parents, but he did it. You didn't even think about it, right? Well, and, it, what and was so. neat is is he was inducted under the uh, Wall of Fame uh, last last, week, t- last with, Tuesday yeah. at Valley, um, along with Matthew Creighton and the golf team. Sorry, yeah. and uh, anyway, uh, so I ran into Badal on Thursday night at his job. He works at Firebird. Okay, okay. And so I walk in, I look at him, I'm like. You but all. He plays on Matthew's basketball team. Oh, he's on the the intramural intramural thing. So anyway, he shared with me he was going to you and I, but I did not uh, spoil that. Didn't spoil that for everybody. And then of course we were sat by Craig Mahoney and his son John, uh, who played on the Dolphins with With both Andrew and Matthew, uh, and his dad was the uh, lead coach there. He's a preferred walk-on at Notre Dame. At the University of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And I, I tweeted yeah. out last night. I got to root for the Irish now, and I, it's, I'm, it, that's, I'm against that, right? Well, but, uh, I will, I will say this: there. It, when, when John was in the sixth and seventh grade, he was the most dominant kid on the football team, much like Drew Gray was uh, at sixth and seventh yeah. grade, yeah. and Drew's playing at Grandview, right? Uh, and oh, I remember he he hit like a truck for a for a younger kid. But John and, hurt himself, blew his. Was his knee? I don't remember when he when they were freshmen or something. No, no, just this last year in the playoffs. They do. Oh, yeah, they're in the playoffs this year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it took the heart and soul out of the out, out of, of the that de- game. out of yeah. the defense, and 
was no question a contributing factor as to why the Tigers lost. Anyway, so great student, great family. Uh, was going to visit I- Ivy League schools uh, last weekend, came back and, and decided to go to South Bend. So congratulations. And Jack Kerner, who played with the boys on the Hoosiers, is walking on to, uh, to Iowa. To Iowa. Today, decided right. to turn down some uh, FCS scholarships and walk on to Iowa. So good for him. Do we have a walk-on um, list? Uh, we had it, I had it somewhere last week, and I, I missed it. We, we, we need to have that out there. Uh, also, uh, walking on from Valley to Iowa, kicker Cole Hahn. Uh, not one of the kids that we necessarily right. coached, but uh, but um, he's got the leg we talked about la- a couple they, weeks ago. I said, you know what, this is a kid, right? So he's going to walk on. They mentioned last week in that uh, Wall of Fame thing that uh, 62 out of 73 kickoffs were in, in, in touchbacks yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the high school level. So a big leg uh, will likely get an opportunity to compete. I would think so, considering they need somebody who can take some shots from further than 35 yards away. Well, so, even make the ones from 35. Right, or, or even make those. Um, so we'll get into it a lot more, but uh, signing day is tomorrow, right? So Iowa now at 19 commits after things have kind of shaken out uh, today. Obviously, yesterday we find out what what was not surprising to any of us. I don't even know, but you know, Oliver Martin headed to Michigan, not not going to Iowa. By the way, you cannot be upset about that because you never had him. Oh, I agree. This is I mean, I, I agree. I never I, since last summer, and I've been I, I know the glass is half empty, right? But I've been telling you, I didn't think that kid was going to Iowa, or he would have committed at some point in time during the season, and he wasn't going, and so it wasn't surprising. And I I think you can't. I agree. It, it's too bad. It's a loss. But there's a number of factors that go into what happened there. I almost feel like just saying, let's move on and talk about who they did get. That's because right. Well, that's all that It's matters. been an interesting week, okay? Um, it started off with, with a couple of guys that you thought you, you might get uh, choosing other, other teams, and big deal. So the, uh, the Raftal tight end, kid, the tight end, he's headed to Nebraska. Okay. Amir Smith-Marset uh, comes into Iowa City two weeks ago. He, he decommitted from Rutgers, comes in. He's a wide receiver. Uh, he left apparently silently committing on his way out of town, right? Goes back, goes to Minnesota this week, gets flecked, decides he wants to row boats up in Minnesota with the orb, uh, the guys rowing the boats in the oars with PJ Fleck. He commits to Minnesota this week, but the last couple of days, including today, he's been out there. Uh, he's taken that off of his Twitter feed. He's apparently not necessarily committed anymore. That's one we're going to find out about. Real quickly, Trent uh, just texted me the walk-on list. Joe Ludwig from Middleton, a linebacker, 6'2", 205, from Wisconsin. Marsha Kaluzzi, Kaluzzi's younger brother. Long snapper. Long snapper. Apparently they've been practicing a long time. And Tommy Kujava, who I think his kid. Or is he Paul the, Kujawa. He's the yeah. kid of... Paul, by Schulte from uh, Xavier, Kohan, Keegan Gloss from Bettendorf, which we knew about, Ben Campos from Valley, Tommy Heron, a quarterback from Wilmette, Kallenberg, big dude, 6'5", Kallenberg's junior college, uh, younger, uh, older brother of, uh, uh, of Jack coming in. So Nick Easley, a wide receiver from Iowa Western, and Yale Van Dyne Jr., an accounting major. <laughs> All right, From that Kansas. disjointed segment's over. We'll grab Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com and dive into this more when we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. Taking a look at traffic, watch out for one trouble spot in the metro, an accident at Southwest 3rd near Watrous. Both the east and westbound lanes are blocked due to an accident. Also watch out for that water main break downtown at 10th Street between Locust and Mulberry. The rest of the metro running accident free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, mostly cloudy skies, a few snow showers possible, mainly in southwest Iowa, low of 28. Becoming partly sunny Wednesday afternoon, cool and dry with a high near 34. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards.
Brought to you by Taco Bell. Fried chicken is crispy, savory, and universally delicious. But now it's also a chalupa. That's right. Taco Bell has created the first shell made out of crispy, marinated, all-white meat fried chicken. The new naked chicken chalupa from Taco Bell. Part chalupa, all fried chicken. In five days, the Atlanta Falcons will take on the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 51. Sunday at 5.30, only on Fox 17. After the game, the clock starts ticking again. Keep on marching on. Eric hasn't been right. Ever since he got back, he misses it. There's some kind of attack coming. I have to try and stop him. Why does it need to be you? Carter was the youngest squad leader in the history of the Rangers. He doesn't fail. The terrorists have acquired the list of sleeper cells. These codes go out, there will be attacks all over this country. Do you understand me? This is only the beginning. 24 Legacy. After the Super Bowl on Fox 17. For decades, people relied on hypnosis to lose weight, stop smoking, or just relax. One of my things was anxiety. I'm Janae Town. Now the hypnotist is only as far away as your smartphone. It's kind of a reinforcement. We're looking into the apps that say they can control your mind. Tonight on Channel 13 News at 9 on Fox 17. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree. Tree here, just calling to say thanks for letting me crash at your place the other night. <laughs> well, on your place. It was a rough night. I had a bit too much wind, and I think I, I might have broke your chimney, actually. So, yeah. Um, oh, any chance you'd want to drop off my tire swing? Yeah. I mean, if not, that's cool. Okay, later. Trees won't pay for tree damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowners insurance. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now, just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. It's time for the Iowa Wrestling Report, presented by People's Insurance Agency. I'm Trent Condon. Iowa State will be looking for a new wrestling coach at season end. After today, Kevin Jackson announced that he will be stepping away as the head coach of the Iowa State program. Jackson will stay on within the athletic department after this season in a role to be determined. Jackson said in a statement, quote, When I came to Iowa State as head coach, I had very high goals for the program. We simply haven't achieved those goals. Iowa State returns to the map Friday night at Pittsburgh. The Iowa Hawkeyes got back on the winning side of things as they knocked off Ohio State Friday night at Carver Hawkeye Arena 21-13. At 184 pounds, Sammy Brooks picked up a 5-3 win over reigning NCAA champion Miles Martin. And the Unite Panthers went on the road and picked up a couple of Matt Duel victories over Ohio U 27-16 and Kent State 31-16. This Iowa Wrestling Report presented by People's Insurance, providing solid coverage, personal service, and saving you money. Get a quote online at People's Insurance Agency at peoples-insurance.com. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Well, it's 2017, and if you're looking for a new restaurant, something different to try, and you've heard of Sonny's Pizza Bistro, what a better time. Sonny's Pizza Bistro. Homemade family recipes, sausages, meatballs, pizza, and they also have catering. Sonny's Pizza Bistro can cater your next business meeting or family gathering. You'll find them at 6594 Northwest 6. That's just west of the Woodland Hills Golf Course. Or, before you go, go online. Check them out. Sonny'sPizzaBistro.com Sonny'sPizzaBistro.com Click on the menu. We're confident it'll find something to appeal to your taste buds. Sonny's Pizza Bistro, Northwest 6th in the morning. 
When it comes to outdoor repairs at your home or perhaps your business, turn to the professionals at Spec USA in Des Moines. Spec USA, where Matt Mauser's outstanding crews provide professional concrete work, conscientious, timely, and affordable. From parking lots to porches, from the decks to your front doors, turn to Spec USA. So if it's decorative or commercial concrete that you need, one name, Spec. See their showroom at 4100 Merle Hay Road in Des Moines. SpecUSA.com. Was that our bumper? Did did we just get bumped back in by the Marty and Miller? We might have. Do do we need to do we need to sing the rest of it? You know, nothing, right. nothing can get by him. Turn it on, try him. Let's make sure we uh, speak up as Tom Caker's on the line. Brett Ridge, Jay Creighton Jr. back here with you on the Hawkeye Huddle. Hey, we got to thank our sponsors real quick. Yeah, go ahead and do All that. Right, make sure we thank Asset Pros. Asset Pros, making sense of today's insurance and financial choices. Kozlowski Law. Are we going to see Kozlowski Law at the uh, Super Bowl? Uh, the invitation, of course, is out there. Um, I think they're 50-50. Okay. And Templeton Rye, which we will have some at the Super Bowl party, right? Uh, Lord will it. Okay, well, I have to do a little shopping. Uh, well, I'll go with the, uh, defi- with the bacon-wrapped jalapenos really well. You know, Definitely the- going to need to do some shopping as my last bottle uh, just went kaput. Okay, kaput? kaput. Is that a tech- industry term? That- Tom Caker from yes. HawkeyeReport.com with us now. And uh, in, in what, what has to be referred to as your busy season, Tom, not just because you're not, it's not like you're not busy all the time, but this is – tomorrow's recruiting day, and this is uh, – this is what you guys study all year. and uh, It's you guys Christmas have done a, Eve. It's Christmas Eve. You guys have done a great job of keeping everybody up to date, especially with the last uh, you know, 24 to 48 hours as things have uh, been breaking. And we've not only got this, Tom, but we've got the possibility of having some assistant coaches named to the Iowa f- football coaching squad later on in the week as well. So let's start real quick with that. Do, do you have any insights into – who is going to be and how this uh, the football staff will shake out on Friday? Uh, I don't know that we even know that it's going to be Friday. I think that was just a rumor, wasn't it? Oh, really? Okay. I thought somebody. I thought I had seen for sure, but yeah, maybe it is just a rumor. It's just uh, a rumor. I'm I mean, that just yeah. it's kind of got. Uh, there's been no indication to any of us in the media okay. that we're going to have okay. a press conference on Friday or to expect news on Friday. Okay. So, so then you've got no insight. But you were guessing about – you were throwing some names out there uh, over the last week. Yeah, I threw some names. Uh, Tom Clements, uh, um, you know, who just the left Packers? the Packers. I, I threw his name out as a possibility. Um, just, you know, just a hunch. Just I know that Kirk talked to him last time. I don't know if he's even interested because, um, you know, they. I think Kirk approached him about the O.C. job. And they hired Greg Davis and ended up not hiring. Um, you know, they. I think Kirk approached him about the OC job, and they hired Greg Davis and ended up not hiring him. So we'll see. Um, you know, I uh, Anderson, the the wide receivers coach, was up working for Tracy Clay's. His name's been bandied about as a possibility, um, but none of the recruits have said anything about. They've been told anything about an assistant coach either. So. Um, you know, it just, it seems like they've kind of played it close to the vest. It could mean a lot of things. It could mean maybe it's somebody that, um, maybe works for the Patriots in some, uh, you know, way, uh, that, uh, maybe Brian Ferentz has a connection to. Could mean that, uh, they're waiting through to get through signing day because just kind of professional courtesy. And then, you know, two days after signing day, you always see like three or four or five, six, coaches moving different places until after signing day so it's it's a mystery um and it's still a mystery where if brian's going to try and coach offensive line and be the offensive coordinator for the time being so got to get all that sorted out well certainly between brian his dad uh, and if you did bring in another offensive line coach you would have a a bevy of uh, talent uh, of, there of yeah. smart people um uh, coaching the offensive line. I see, Tom, that the punter just just committed in the last 15 minutes. Ryan Gersand, correct? Yes. Uh, kid out of Wisconsin, Australian. 
Um, you know, good leg, good accuracy, good directional kind of punter. Um, so that wasn't a surprise. I, I think they'll probably get the, the, the uh, Nixon kid out of, uh, out of, uh, Wisconsin as well, the defensive tackle. He's going to have some qualifying issues, but we'll, they feel pretty confident that they're going to be able to get him uh, and have him on the, on the floor or uh, on the field rather. And then, um, they're just waiting on, uh, Amir Smith Marsetti to see if they can, uh, uh, flip him back from Minnesota. Um, you know, been told that he actually did kind of commit to Iowa on his, uh, official visit a couple weeks ago and then decided to take a trip to Minnesota, committed to them. And now he's back, uh, with his Twitter profile, which is how we judge everything these days. And he is no longer listed as a Minnesota commit. So perhaps he's, uh, going to, be a Hawkeye could be going back to Rutgers where he was originally committed. Does he have commitment issues? <laughs> I think well, he has I, issues. That, that should be a, a name of a podcast or something. There commitment you go. Issues. Issues. There you, <laughs> Look at recruiting. So he's really the the, the last wild card, right? To, as far as as everything out there. Um, after you get Geno Stone today, defensive back out of Newcastle, Pennsylvania, who uh, had been committed to Kent State, came into Iowa this uh, this weekend and and left and went home and made the decision. And then Trey Kramer last night, another defensive back out of Georgia, who had been committed to Minnesota up until this weekend as well. And uh, Kaishan Bryan, the Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Florida running back who had a, a good number of uh, of impressive offers last summer before committing to South Carolina and then decommitting. So, um, you know, Tom, they're rounding this out. And the Wheeland kid out of Iowa City, a lot of people don't know about, but I, I think that's an interesting thing uh, with a kid that, that was going to be a dual-threat quarterback for Northern Illinois coming in and play linebacker for Iowa. Right now, rivals then would have us. Uh, I, I guess I had I, when we had 19 commitments before the punter, somewhere around 42 uh, in the country in their rankings. Um, they're looking at so they're at 20 20 committable recruits right now who are going to sign. Put Iowa summer still right in the in the lower 40s nationally, right? Yeah, I think it's probably going to be you know in that in that 40s range. Um, you know, if they could if they could flip. Um, city I think that that's going to help them, but I still think they're going to end up in the 40s, which is not average. And you know, one of the complaints the last couple of years has been from fans: man, they don't have any headliners, they don't have any big names, they didn't have four stars. Da, 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 da. You know, there's always something to to pick apart. And this one, you know, there's not many. Uh, I think I, I said this before: there's there's not many schools that can boast that they have a five star commit coming in. Iowa does, you know, so and, and a good, good thing for the Hawkeyes. They've got, uh, got AJ uh, Epinesa, and if fans want to check out, I wrote a pretty extensive article on AJ um, today, leading up to signing day and what, what's, uh, what his last month and what tomorrow's going to be like for him. And um, then you got Tristan Wirfs, four-star, so uh, they've got some talent coming in. Yeah, I, I think that the what it's been a, it's been an interesting thing with all these kids committing so early, and we had such a large class so early that was full of really good players that it it f- has felt like they've limped home a little bit. But the last weekend has been very good, or the last couple of days has been very good. I think in filling holes, the Marsetti kid really would be nice to get one more wide receiver out of this, Tom. But I think yeah. if you really look at it, I. I I, and I, I think 40 is uh, actually in the, the low 40s is not really average for Iowa. I, I'm thinking he's had a couple of years. That's that's so that's a, you know he's had a couple of years where he's been in the 60s. So I think this is a really good Just, class overall if you can round it out, particularly with this one more kid. I, I will say this, Tom, and, and I mean you work in conjunction with rivals, which is you know in the business of rating and ranking uh, these these players. Keyshawn Johnson today tweeted out that recruiting rankings are basically a bunch of hoo-ha and that it none of it matters. And so I'm interested, Tom, in your opinion on that. I mean, obviously, you know, like you say, people want to see headliners. They want to see A.J. Epinesa, who, who is a five-star. And literally, right now, I think you can put him in pencil, at least if nothing worse than second-team defensive end, uh, come Next this year. coming right, this right. fall, 
Do you think that these recruiting rankings are much ado about nothing, or it's just a really good way to try and compare all these kids across the country that no one would have the opportunity to, to judge against one another? I've always said that it's it's a complete inexact science. I mean, you can it, it's Kirk Ferentz has kind of said this before, but you know some of those high end guys are the guys that uh, his sister could figure out were good football players. You know that those are like the the five star, high four star kids that you know just they stick out like a sore thumb. You can just tell they're they're great, and um, but it's finding the other talent. I always say the best best way to judge a recruiting class is wait four or five years and then judge them based on how they've produced. And, and I, I think that gives you a better picture of this how strong a class was because it might not be as strong coming in, but it might be better going out and it might have a lot of wins with it. Whereas you might have a really highly ranked class coming in it just doesn't do anything. They don't win games. They don't develop, and it ends up being a, a disappointing class because of that. So it's the snapshot in time, and uh, time freezes tomorrow when we decide which class is the best and if it's a good class or a bad class. Well, Kirk has has uh, benefited from getting some late signees: Josie Sister, Jewell, Josie Jewell, Mike Daniels, Brandon Myers, Desmond King. Uh, Jovan Johnson, Bob Sanders. These are all guys who I think Iowa offered in the last week. Jordan Kanziri, the day, like the day of signing day, right? These are all guys Iowa offered. Several of them in the NFL, right? Now, one could argue that if they waited that long to offer them, maybe they were missing the signs as well, the Iowa coaching staff. But at least they got them done and got them on campus, which is why when I look at these few guys that they've gotten in the last couple of days, it excites me that, that you can see the talent with a couple of them, particularly the Stone Kid. I just love his film and his yeah. tape. But, you know, I, 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 doesn't he look like the prototypical Iowa D-back, Tom, as opposed to – I know these other guys have some talent, but he's the last kid they went after, but he looks like the one that looks most like what they like to have at corner. Yeah, he's going to play safety at Iowa. And he's safety? Okay. He's, I told you, Bobby C. Yeah, he looks good. I, I, would, I, I really like what I see from him. You know, I always pay attention to the last in-state kid that they go after and, and bring in, so it's, you know, Nate Whelan this time, uh, just because Reese Morgan's been able to find that. Uh, I always call him the Reese Morgan guy, the last guy in-state that they will throw an offer. I remember several years ago it was, you know, the, the Tuesday night uh, uh, before signing day and Tanner Miller getting an offer while he was riding on a bus to uh, – uh, play a high school basketball game. You know, Brandon Myers, kind of the same deal, and those guys ended up being multi-year starters. And then, you know, the other thing, they're piling up some really good walk-ons this year too. Really and, good. We uh, were looking. Yeah. We know, were looking at that list Bowen too. Tom committed today and turned down some uh, full scholarships at FCS to, to walk on at Iowa. Yeah, we we were we were looking at that list a little bit ago. It is it is. Uh, they're, they're kids that we've seen around here, so we know that they're right. good football players, and, and there's going to be somebody, a couple of them at least, that step up I, and I can't and play. get over that Bettendorf kid who's 6'5", 250, and he, he has to walk on. <laughs> That's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. There, there's going to be somebody. Yeah, Boulder Kallenberger kid coming from junior college, Tom, is 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 a is a find. Uh, for some reason, yeah, Jake, I got a feeling he's going to play. Kallenberger, yeah. He's yeah. a good player. Yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna be really good. Well, this 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 has been a, a really fun. Uh, it's been a fun couple of weeks because even though there's a little heartbreak in it, it almost feels like Iowa's wrapping this up with a with a little power to it. So uh, it, it it feels good. Um, everybody, get out there, check out your site tomorrow because uh, you'll have everything as they come in. I know you guys as soon as things get faxed in and are they're official, uh, you guys have them right up there on your site as official commitments and signees. So check out. Uh, We'll talk to you next week, Tom. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Tom Kicker, HawkeyeReport.com. It's, we forgot it's to ask him who he likes in the game. Yeah, right? we've only got two and a half, three minutes to go, so we better get this done uh, ourselves as far as who we like in this uh, in this game tonight. And that in would lead us into Rye last Templeton Rye last call. Right. Uh, give ourselves a little bit, and perhaps a, a Super Bowl thought uh, out, of, uh, out of either one of us All as right. well. So uh, I, I, I tell you what, I like the Hawks getting this done tonight. 
I do. For some reason, I like the Hawks getting this done tonight. I I, I don't know. I, I just think uh, they're I think they're they're starting to figure out some things, and um, I think Rutgers is mentally going to to jump into the tank tonight, and uh, that maybe that's more wishful. All right. Thinking. Who do you who do you got on Sunday? I got the Falcons. I and, and a little higher scoring than other people might have. I, they have surprised me with their offense all year, and I just continue to watch and, and think I'm not sure how you defend them to hold them down to the 21 or 22 points everybody's giving them. Bill Belichick. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I got the Patriots on Sunday. Unfortunately, I'm not happy with that, but uh, I think the Patriots win something like like 31 20, 31 21, something like that. Now maybe it's really close. And they get the oh by the way touchdown that cements it, or they get the oh by the way field goal that puts it out of, out of range. Something to that effect. Um, I think the game is definitely under tonight. I uh, I want Iowa to win so bad, and I know that you know we're a couple of fans sitting here talking about this. I just I just think going to that place over there in New Jersey just so hard because there's nothing there. It's just, I mean, you got to go play a basketball game. You have to make all your own energy. If they win, this is going to be a fantastic win for them. Do you think that maybe, maybe that that helps this freshman it, group? It might. Not there's having no, a there's super no intimidation. Loud, it's not like right, they're going there's no to, right? You're not going, going to the Breslin to, Center. Uh, East right? Lansing, exactly, right. in the Izone. So, yeah, I mean. Maybe they can just go play basketball and they, you know, they get a little energy going and they go out and. and well, if, if what they, they have you know, to do is what they didn't did on Saturday, and that is get off to a better start so they don't get down 0-8. to eight. Right. Well, four, four games in a row, they got down 8, eight, eight, eight or yes. 10 points, and they did not let that happen on Saturday, and that certainly got them off on the right start. Defend, move, just move better. It's move better without the basketball, move better with the basketball, move the basketball around, and Iowa has a great ch- chance to win this, this, uh, this basketball game. So, tonight, Rutgers... Sunday, your BTN lineup, Iowa Wrestling, who about beat away, beat number four Minnesota last week. They're on against Minnesota 11 a.m. You got the basketball team on 1 p.m. against Nebraska, and then you can do your Super Bowl pregaming, and you're good to go. Well, don't forget, you can always Super Bowl pregame. During during those other opportunities. That's true. That's true. You might, you know, Bloody Mary with the wrestling, a little uh, light brunch. It's going to get to be a long day, isn't it? Well, you take Monday off? No no, 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 not that bad. Take the under in the national anthem. Under? Yeah. Who's singing it? Country Western guy. Country Western guy? Yeah, yeah, he'll stick to, he'll stick to the script. Right. Right? Not a whole lot extra. I think Marty's right. They're going to 30-second delay Lady Gaga because she's going to start talking politics and they're going to have to get her off the air. There's another. Uh, I was going to throw a Lady Gaga song in there right now, but I don't remember one. Don't can't can't come up with one. That's how big of a star <laughs> she is. Thanks to Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com joining us today on the program again. She'll Trent be giving Condon us her back poker in the studio. Face. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk to you next week on the Hawkeye Huddle on seventeen hundred and MediaCom.